Telecast. Hi, I'm Justin Crosby, and welcome to another Telecast. It's that time of year for many in the TV industry to start turning their minds to can, as MIT TV is just over a month away. This week, we're previewing the reimagined four-day event and reveal what TV execs can expect on La Croisette in April. It's coming right up on this week's Telecast. My guest this week is MIP TV and MIPCOM boss Lucy Smith as we look ahead to next month's Cannes gathering. It's just a month away. Lucy, welcome back to the show. Hi, Justin. It's great to be back on. Last time we spoke, I think, was just the, the closing day of MIPCOM, and I was kind of telling you about what we would be doing at MIP TV this year. So uh, great to have an opportunity to, to chat a bit about it. It's funny how quickly it comes round every year. Uh, so, yeah, how are preparations going for this, which is the 60th anniversary, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be the biggest MIP TV in years, which is great. I mean, MIP TV is growing again. So it's growing again in terms of the exhibition, in terms of the number of people who will be coming to the show, coming to Cannes, probably sort of around 20%, give or take. What we're seeing is that the buyers in the industry, they really do need this spring content market to get deals done. You know, that's what we are set up to do. That's our organization. And MIP TV has that role of bringing the global marketplace to Cannes. And, uh, you know, we're expecting up to 100 countries to be present. And as you said, MIP TV is 60 years young, as we like to say. Um, and, you know, we're, we're growing again. So it's kind of feels like we're in a good place. We have to think back. We only reformatted MIP TV last year and it's paying off. We, we listened. We did what people had asked us to do. And, you know, I really think we've sort of found that nice position in the market. Companies are able to come at the, the scale they need to come, which was the big difference. And we remain the second biggest international market in the world after MIPCOM. You know, and the TV industry always is reinventing itself, which is what we continue to do. And we will continue to do that as time goes on, learning each time from, uh, you know, from what, what happened. But we said we'd change MIP TV. The changes are being well received and we will deliver this four markets in one which is building out the MIP doc and MIP formats is the biggest week in unscripted and being the must attend market for kids and drama with strands that are developed for those segments. Um, and new this year, we've got a fast and global summit, which is exciting. So there's a lot going on and we are very busy, as you can imagine. Yeah, there's lots of different elements of MIP TV. And, you know, I know it's an event that lots of international buyers and executives look forward to coming down to Cannes in April and kicking a lot of their buying patterns off. Last week, there was the London screenings. And I realised, you know, MIP TV's evolved, hasn't it, over the years, over those 60 years. And we've obviously had COVID, which has sort of, again, changed the whole industry in the market. How are you making sure that MIP TV is relevant now in 2023 and reimagining it for a new, essentially for a, a new landscape? I agree. I mean, I think I was, you know, obviously read a lot about London screenings and there's always another event. I was at Kids Screen a couple of, you know, a few weeks ago myself and it's always an opportunity. We, we need those markets as well to meet meet other people and talk about our market. London, I think the distributors have done a great job. They've done what they wanted to do, which was to create their own sort of screenings event. And I think that's the key is it's in London and it's a screenings event in London. That's great. 
you know, and we all work as a cycle together. Buyers um, need to go and discover new content, but they then also, you know, need to have meetings after that to follow up. You know, all of these events serve a purpose. When there's, you know, a market in Cannes, what our promise is, is we're bringing the world to Cannes and we're set up as an organized, you know, exhibition and marketplace where people can, can do their meetings. So, I mean, what we've heard a lot from buyers who are at the event and from some distributors who've also contacted us since the event to say, you know what, it was great. And I heard a lot. It sounded like it was a really great opportunity to discover all that new content. But you know what, we do still need to do more meetings to follow up. And I think that's what's important. And we make a kind of more cost effective, organized environment to help people come and finalize those deals. And I think that that's the way those markets are going to work together. It's just a, another evolution that will continue to evolve, um, you know, to meet the moment and make sure we're giving our clients what they need. There's a clear difference, isn't there? London Screens is much more sort of a, like a linear schedule of activity, whereas at MitTV, everybody comes together. There's the seminar activity, the buyer and seller meetings and the screenings and what have you. So it's a, it's a sort of a much different offer. Mm, no, I agree. Let's talk about it in a bit more detail then in terms of this year's MitTV. So we've got MitDoc and Mit Formats. That's running alongside MitTV. And we're starting this year on the Sunday. Tell us a little bit about this Super Sunday, which is uh, I know how it's been built. Tell us a bit more about that. So yeah, we've really kind of embraced this sort of biggest week in Unscripted, which was um, building out the, the biggest part of this Super Sunday is MIPDOC. So we've really gone big on Factual. It's the 25th MIPDOC, actually, which as we'd said, we would bring into MIPTV. So it's all included on the same you know registration. But yes, we're opening that's also going to be in the Palais, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Because once upon a time, it was in different hotels. But everything is on site within the Palais. Absolutely, yeah. So it's in the Palais. So on the Super Sunday, we have introduced the new international buyer screenings. So we have had a, a core for entries and we had, you know, over 80 entries coming from companies around the world of some really good high-end documentary content. And we've had a selection process and we'll be announcing that very soon. But we'll have 10 series that are going to be screened in the Debussy Theatre. And we, we invite our buyers and we invited to come in on the Saturday night. So we obviously are offering the extra night's hotel to make sure they can be in Cannes. We're kicking off the day with the opportunity for the buyers to discover the first ever Cannes series, international documentary series festival, the official selection. There'll be five series. And that is something that we've really kind of worked on together. I mean, we've worked more and more closely with Cannes Series over time and, and, and them launching the, uh, the international competition as well for Doc really felt like the timing was right. So we're going to make that selection available exclusively for our buyers in the morning. We also have opened and reopened the MIPDOC screenings library. Now, that had been a really important key part of MIPDOC, which we had made the choice last year of making it online only. That was not what clients wanted. Yeah, explain a little bit about what that is. I haven't come across that myself. So what is that screening library? It's actually the same format as MIP Junior. It's something that we have created. So over the last 25 years, you have an on-site screening booth in a closed space. So we have two big rooms up on the third floor of the Palais that will be open and where the buyers will have individual PCs where they'll be able to watch and screen content that the distributors have put onto the library. So it's 
um, finished programs or projects looking for co-production partners. Now that on-site Phoenix Library opens on the Sunday morning, but we also it's available for the week ahead for buyers to be able to start looking and preparing so that everybody has the opportunity to see content before then obviously carrying on doing their meetings in Cannes, but they can also stay and do other moments when they might want to screen during the week. Right. And the one other thing that is important to mention on that Sunday is that we'll be having an opening cocktail for the MIPDOC population, which is sponsored for the first time by Paramount Global Content Distribution, which is great. They've really got behind all of this documentary, factual part of the show. Um, And then obviously during the week, we also have a lot of content happening for MIPDOC with a MIPDOC pitch, co-production summit, because obviously co-production is always hugely important. So yeah, that's what we're doing on the documentary side. And the other part of the Super Sunday is MIP drama. So MIP drama, we've evolved so that we really did feel that we were not kind of connecting with Can series as much as we needed to. And it was feeling a little like a little too separate. So what we decided this year, because we know a lot of buyers never had the opportunity they've got. And also they're having meetings, which is what we also want them to be doing during the show is they needed an opportunity to discover that Can series official selection, which I mean, they'll be announcing on the 28th of March. It's looking like they're going to have an incredible lineup. They just actually announced their opening series, which is an Apple TV Plus original silo. They're really kind of upping the game. And each year, I think the selection is better. So we're doing for MIP Drama um, on the Sunday afternoon, a preview, especially for our buyers coming in on the Sunday again. Let's talk about exhibitors then, because I think there's quite a few regions of the world that are making a a bit of a comeback to MIP TV this year. Tell us a little bit about that. We really are back to growth, which feels great. Obviously, last year, there were certain territories that couldn't attend. So part of that growth is coming from China, APAC. So um, we have the big Chinese pavilion and some other companies coming back and some buyers. Also, Japan, Korea, Australia, Philippines, India, Hong Kong. And that means it's not just the exhibitors, but, you know, Japan, Korea and China, for example, do really great format showcases. Korea also have scripted showcase because obviously these are great territories where you don't know what new content you can discover. We've got a lot of new exhibitors at the show, either who are back after an absence or or new to the market. So some of those um, new exhibitors include Fox, which is great, Fox Entertainment, who came back and had their debut at uh, MIPCOM, uh, Viaplay, FilmRise, Blue Ant, Dick Clark, all of those great Turkish distributors have got exhibits this year and the Japanese, and great new pavilion as well. We've got the Italian APA, which is the the Audiovisual Producers Association, who are representing about 40-plus Italian companies, as well as, you know, the the Turkish pavilion, um, COCA, which is the Korean pavilion. Um, So a lot of territories and sort of growth coming from different markets where um, new exhibitors. And on the exhibits overall, I mean, there's some great participation, obviously, from major territories and major companies with, you know, Paramount and Warner Bros. Discovery, Media One, Studio Canal, Beta, you know, A&E, I mean, Media Pro. It's it's a really great, very, you know, complete list of um, international studios from around the world who are back in Cannes for this MIP TV. It's going to be really interesting to see 
all of those APAC regions coming back yeah. for the first time in four years, right? Absolutely. I mean, a lot of those uh, countries haven't been represented. So it'll be really interesting to see how that stimulates the market. Yeah. We've got you know an increase in exhibition stands and the bunkers open again, I believe. <laughs> now, the bunker has been reclaimed, re, re, uh, redesigned, and it is now Le Boulevard. And it really does link the entrance of the Pali right through, and it's been redesigned um, right up to Riviera 7. So it's Le Boulevard, and it'd be a lot more dynamic. There are a lot of stands now in that space, um, as well as two of our lounges. So a MIP TV networking lounge, we've got a dedicated kids lounge, as well as a, an important conference room, which will host the FAST Summit and also some other talks and we're doing a pilot project with uh, a new speed matchmaking for producers for example and we've got a a whole networking space there as well so that's going to be a really cool dynamic the bunk is going to be quite sorry the boulevard boulevard, the boulevard yeah (laughs) that's going to feel quite integral isn't it by the sounds of it to the actual event whereas before obviously it's either been booked out as you know lots of different countries in the old format that we're familiar with with but this time it sounds like there's going to be lots of opportunities for people to hang out and network and and relax in there as well as doing meetings and and exhibitor spaces as well yeah no absolutely i think i mean what we're really trying to do is kind of and i think you know we've seen this with the different spaces we've designed differently and opened up with more opportunities for um you know those people to people meetings you know you've got somewhere to sit you do not have to go out across the road to cafe roma for your meetings you can be in the palais there is i mean wherever you are in the palais i mean you're never far from whether it be an exhibitor a conference a meeting table and that's what we're trying to do is really make sure that there's spaces spaces for everyone and for example in the Another networking area we've always used is that Riviera 8. We've made that into a MIP.MIP formats producers hub and lounge, which is going to be fantastic across the sea view and there's conference and event space as well. So, I mean, it's really about making sure that, you know, participants will have spaces for their meetings. You've got a great exhibition halls with really making sure the traffic feels good. You're getting the flow of people. We've got a buyer's club as well in the Le Boulevard Hall. Yeah, there's a lot of really cool new ways for us to show how we're redesigning and making this even more comfortable and user-friendly for for all of our participants. You talked earlier on, just touched on a, a couple of new initiatives that that's happening at MIT TV, and one of those is the Fast and Global Summit. You know, we talked about the way that MIT TV has adapted to you know, and the way the market's uh, landscape has changed over the last few years. And obviously, we've seen the emergence of fast, and we've seen how important it is for a lot of distribution businesses. Give us a bit of an insight into what people can expect at this fast and global summit. I agree. I think that you know what we're seeing is really a great opportunity for the distribution market. I mean, it's the you know the biggest sort of evolution is this explosion of fast and you know the fast uh, channels all over um, the world. So it really does make sense for you know MIP TV to be where you would come for this sort of global, the need for the global development, because obviously it's been a very much a US growth market to start with, but now we really need to go global. So what we're doing is putting on a fast summit where we've been working. We've got a lot of sponsors who've, you know, supporting this um, with Amagi, Ocas, My Vice Media, Vivo World. So all, you know, offering different aspects to the whole fast um, landscape and 
The program has got, I mean, it's incredible the number of companies who've been in contact. I mean, I'm getting messages on LinkedIn as well as the emails, the conference team, just everyone wanting to get involved in this because there's so much. It's such a great new area to develop new business. So some of the speakers include Fanny J, Rakuten TV, All3 Media, Fremantle, Pluto, Samsung TV Plus, and, and we could go on. And we've got some great hosts and moderators working with us. So, I mean, I think a lot of people will have followed the Variety Intelligence platform. Gavin Bridge does it, did great surveys and um, analysis of that sort of fast market. So we're we're putting together a, a half day and we're really seeing this as it was a growth area. And let's see what we can do, what we can also learn about what people need for that. And we'll be taking that forward in a much bigger way for MIPCOM as well in October. I mean, the demand, we haven't been able to be, to be frank, we've not been able to cater to everyone's demand. But then, there's, you know, there's still a lot of companies who will be coming and being part of it. And, but they don't get to um, necessarily, um, you know, get on stage where they may have wanted to. But um, we believe that that's a really important area to help. You know, again, it's always about following and accompanying the industry's growth areas. And this is one of them. Fast is certainly on everybody's lips, I think. And as, yeah. as you say, you know, in the States, it, it's really developing. And, you know, I think it's nine tenths of the market is actually over there, but it's moving uh, over to Europe and the uh, popularity of fast channels is growing and growing. It's a really interesting uh, time for that whole market. There's also some keynotes that I, uh, I cast my eye over. One of our old friends on telecast, Evan Shapiro, is doing a keynote. So what's he going to be talking about, Lucy? And he's been carrying out some new research that he's going to come and present. I think we all know his incredible graphic cartography. Thank you, cartography. I knew I was going to get that word wrong, but yeah, absolutely, <laughs> which is just just great. So he's going to be doing some new research. I know he's out at South by Southwest right now, uh, working on and talking to everyone. We've partnered on this new research that we'll actually sort of communicate and and and, and share together. And I think what's really interesting is always getting you know we get those sort of keynotes who are really going to be talking about how, you know, what their strategies are and they're setting their strategies and then having somebody who's going to come and kind of challenge and talk about how, you know, how he might see the world a bit differently. We've also asked him to join the Future of Kids TV Summit because they're, you know, it's all about looking to the future and, you know, who better than um, Evan Shapiro to do that with us. Well, he certainly gives everybody pause for thought and really wakes everybody up in terms of what's coming down the track or potentially what's coming down the track, making everybody perhaps wake up to the opportunities or the threats as well in the in the industry, because we're obviously know we're in turbulent times at the moment. It's going to continue for a, for a little while. Yeah. And there's also going to be a bit of a birthday celebration, I believe, for MIPTV 60th. Totally. Um, on the Monday evening, we're going to be having an opening party and a birthday bash actually in the Majestic Hotel. We've got actually um, a partner who's going to be joining us for that, which is Motion in Pictures. We're coming to promote a new format, which is really exciting because obviously there's a lot going on around formats at MIPTV. So yeah, it'll be a big birthday party and we're kind of developing that. I'm actually off to Cannes in a couple of days this week to, to go and see our sister show MIPIM, which is the huge property shows happenings and do some hotel visits because I think you will have seen that Can is also developing and doing some exciting things. The Carlton has just reopened after its big refurbishment. The Grand Hotel has just reopened as the Mondrian. 
that was new. That was a surprise, which just opened this week as well. So we're in the majestic because it really works for what we want to do this time for the party. But there's a lot of exciting things in Cannes as well. Oh, it'll be interesting to see because I remember the Splendid as well, which was right. right in the centre of Cannes. That whole area was getting developed at MIPCOM, wasn't it? The whole plaza area outside Cafe Roma and all along that boulevard there. I wonder how that's shaping up. Well, from what I understand, and as I said, I'll discover this in the next couple of days, is that that has now been finished and apparently is looking great. But there are still works going on further up the Quasette because everything's being modernised in Cannes, which, you know, it's a bit of a pain going through the the works. We all know that. But it really is for a good cause. I think it's going to be uh, fantastic when it's all finished. Lucy, looking forward to seeing all of that and being at MIP TV again in a few weeks' time. Just to refresh everybody's minds on the dates of MIP TV this year, it kicks off on Super Sunday, the 16th of April, Mm -hmm. and it goes right through to Wednesday, doesn't it? Yep, correct. It's running Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday will be the full exhibition and everybody there. And, you know, I hope that, you know, described a kind of exciting and dynamic MIP TV for its 60th anniversary. Um, I think it's, you know, more relevant than ever at the right time of the year. Companies are signing up every day and it's not too late. I hope people want to get on a plane or a train um, and join us in Cannes for this incredible 60th anniversary edition. It certainly, I think, has got the broadest programme that I've seen for MIP TV for a long time. So looking forward to experiencing all of that on the Quasette. Lucy, thanks very much for joining us as usual i'll see you in about four weeks time in Cannes. i will look forward to it justin and thanks a lot for inviting me on again to chat with you about mip tv well that's about it for this week's telecast mip tv preview show thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed it and if you did please share it with friends and colleagues and don't forget to check out telecast's sister brand dropmedia.co.uk for all of your digital first news this week's show was recorded in London and edited by Ian Chambers next week I'm in Lille at the Series Mania Forum with some of the world's leading drama execs to find out how the world of scripted is shaping up in 2023 until then stay safe